Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher, introducing you to my new business, Sticky Studio. Many people already know about this, and we've got a lot of work going through the studio. But for those who haven't yet heard about Sticky, it's a relatively new business of mine, which has actually been in operation under the Relauncher brand for around five years, although most recently reinvented under its own brand eight months ago. Sticky Studio is a boutique agency designed to provide small business owners with their branding and marketing needs. I have a team of designers, developers, and content marketers. Services include branding, websites, logos, social media management, and managing your blog. If you'd like to find out more about Sticky Studio, you can find us at stickystudio.com.au. Today's podcast episode is with a luxury fine fragrances and matching body and hair oils business. The brand is 100% natural, vegan and cruelty free and created in Sydney's Bondi Beach by former magazine editor Nadal Stelio. The brand is called Recreation. With her 20 years of journalism experience, Nadal isn't a newcomer to the beauty industry, spending time at the helm of Clio, Good Food and Fairfax's health sections, as well as contributing to most major publications in the country. With her immense knowledge of the industry, Nadal has spent the last two years meticulously crafting and formulating this new range. Hi Nadal, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm super well. It was lovely to meet you last week. Wasn't it? I had yes. such a good day. That was so lovely meeting meeting you and taking you through the range. Yeah, I find that that's such a great way to introduce people to new brands and new products is in a very intimate environment where you actually get to meet, you know, the, the face behind the brand. Well, exactly. And that's why I didn't want to have like a big kind of launch party because they're so impersonal. And I really wanted to take people through the collection. I really wanted to talk everyone through because I've put so much, you know, kind of heart and soul in there. But um, I just wanted to share it properly. Yes. All right, then let's rewind and go back to the trigger behind you starting this new brand. Yeah. Okay. So about nine years ago when I was trying to get pregnant, I struggled to get pregnant and, um, I basically ditched all chemicals from my life. So it was beauty products, hair products, household cleaning products, um, you know, as many things as I could that, that had chemicals on in them, I just stopped using basically. I threw out boxes of beauty products because I was a former magazine editor. So I just had so many things to, to give did. away. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. And but the one thing I couldn't swap out was fragrance because there was no really great substitute for fragrance back then. Like nine years ago, think about the natural beauty products that were around nine years ago there was just no fragrance. It was all kind of vanilla. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this transition across to uh, uh, non-toxic products, I'm, I'm assuming you did that gradually over time rather than just going, waking up and thinking, right, I'm changing everything today. How did you actually approach that? 
do you know what I didn't I actually did it overnight because oh, I just you? thought yeah because I thought if I don't do it overnight I know myself it's just gonna I'm just gonna keep on using it I'm gonna forget um you know I just yeah. I just needed to get rid of it all and I had I had certain rules so for example I would use natural or organic shampoo because that would go on my scalp but the conditioner I thought that could be anything because it just goes in the ends of my hair and my hair's dead anyway doesn't absorb anything (laughs) so I had um little rules like that and that kind of kept me going so um I also had a rule where in the beginning so this was a gradual thing where if I if my base so my foundation and my concealer were clean then I could wear you know I, I, I could just use the rest of this blush that I had before I bought a new one because I thought well that's sitting on top of the foundation yes. <laughs> yeah I hadn't thought of it like that before yeah so um but then of course once that ran out it was just all natural incredible all right then so fragrance was a really really hard hard product to substitute so where did you go to from there well, I, I kept my fragrance and I would spray it in my hair and on my clothes so it wouldn't get on my skin. And I just got really sick of that. It's not a very nice thing to do. You, you're worried it's going to stain your clothes and, uh, you know, it's just, it just doesn't feel good. It's, and you lose all of that ritual. So, you know, part yes. of the getting dressed ritual and, and putting your skincare products all over your skin and then um, finishing with perfume on your skin, it's just a lovely thing to do. And I think, you know, as women, we're allowed to be you know, that's part of our pleasure. We can do that. Um, so I just thought there had to be a better way and I started investigating how it could be done and how it could be done in a premium way because by that time a few brands had started to pop up, um, you know, natural fragrance brands, but they weren't very premium. They still looked quite, you know, really organic, um, for want of a better word. And I just wanted the whole experience to be how I used to feel about perfume and how I loved it and how I loved it sitting on my shelf and um, I loved looking at it. And it was just, I, I just wanted it to be as good as a non natural synthetic product. Yeah. Okay. All right then. So how on earth did you get started? Did you know where to start is my first question. No, I had no clue. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you do? So I uh, found fragrance houses. That was my first step because I thought if I can get the fragrance right, then I can do this. If I can't get the fragrance right, then I can't do this. Um, So my first step was to find fragrance houses that would, you know, create all natural fragrances that were vegan. And um, that was a process because, you know, some fragrance houses think that they're creating fine fragrances when they're not. Um, So I, I went through quite a few before I found two to work with. So I now work with two fragrance houses and two perfumers um, to create the products. But that was the first step. And once that was on the way, like they weren't, you know, quite there yet, that I could see that they were on the right path and I thought, okay, they will make it, they will get there. Um, 
then I started looking at packaging to, to see how, you know, how to house the product. Yeah, and from my point of view, your branding and your packaging is an absolute standout, which is what I said, you know, when we met the other day. Yes. You put a lot of effort, time and importance into that area of the business, didn't you, of the brand? It was, yeah, it was a real heartache. I didn't think it would be that difficult because I come from magazines and I'm quite visual and I've got that, you know, kind of that, that experience in um, graphic design and, and I really had a clear vision of what I wanted to do and how I wanted it to turn out. And it was, again, a matter of choosing the right agencies to work with and then really getting involved in every step of the way to make it absolutely perfect because I just wanted to be 100% sure that this product could match up to any premium product on the market. Yeah. Do you think having worked, and I'm assuming at the time you were still working in magazines, do you think that's really helped you create this product and also position it where you want it to? Yeah, definitely. Because I, um, you know, as an editor and I used to be a beauty editor, so I I definitely knew how I wanted the fragrances to smell. Um, I think that was a really, you know, important thing that came from my background. And then also with the visuals for the design and the layout and the logo and all of that kind of thing really came from having that visual background in magazines because you know it's not being a journalist I've I've been a journalist for many years which it's not just about words when you're in magazines it's also so much about the visual absolutely absolutely so where do you see your product you know like what what type of distribution are you going to be looking for you know over the next couple of years So at the moment we are selling online, just purely on my website at Recreation Beauty, Um, but we will be going into retailers and at the moment I really want to focus on getting it in um, small retailers, like boutiques that but actually align with the brand's values and also align with the aesthetic. Mm. So I think that's quite important to establish it from the outset as a brand that is, you know, high-end and premium and um, I want to get it into stores where people are buying things other than fragrance as well, so um, not necessarily beauty or, or makeup stores, um, but, you know, fashion stores or homeware stores just because people... I think it's it's a nice little add-on at the end. Absolutely. I, I can really envisage it in homeware stores. Mm, yeah. Well, it really has that um, hallmark of, you know, I love interiors and I love all yes. homewares. So uh, I'd really love it to kind of sit alongside there as yeah. well. So talk us through the range. Okay. So there are three fragrances at the moment. Call Me Venus, which is a lovely soft rose. Sunkissed, which is a fig citrus, really refreshing, energizing blend, and uh, Stardust, which is a beautiful, soft, woody, smoky, um, really sexy kind of sultry scent. So uh, I've got 50 ml fragrances that are actually sprays. So all of the sprays are all completely natural. The um, the alcohol is actually sugarcane derived. So um, it's, it's non-irritating. And um, I know a lot of people sometimes have uh, reactions to fragrance. And 
I have purposely tested all of my fragrances on people who do get reactions and I haven't had anyone have a, have a reaction yet. So that's great, isn't it? Yeah. So hopefully that will continue. Um, so they're the sprays. Then we have uh, 10 mil perfume roll-ons. So they're really great travellers. Um, they can come with you, pop, you, pop in your handbag. Uh, even in the tiniest handbag, I purposely made them quite small so that they can fit anywhere. Uh, and they're a lovely, a lovely way to apply fragrance. And then I have done also body and hair oils. So these are beautiful um, organic oils that are really rich and incredibly hydrating but are also luxuriously scented. So they're all matching and you can layer your fragrance as well. Yeah, they're so beautiful, those oils, and they're not greasy either, which is great. No, you can actually put them on and then pop a silk dress on right on top. They just (gasps) just sinks in immediately. Yeah, I I do it all the time. Yeah, it's fantastic. Amazing. Mm. And you've noticed that the skin on your legs have really improved from the oils as well, haven't you? Well, exactly. It was one of my um, bugbears, <laughs> the skin on my legs, <laughs> because I had never worn sunscreen on my legs. I just, I'm very olive skinned and I just thought, oh, it's my legs. I don't need to wear sunscreen. And, you know, I live at Bondi, so I spent many days outside in the sun and my skin got quite crepey. Um, along my shins, along my inner shin. And I, you know, I didn't know what to do about it. And then when I started testing the body oil, it literally transformed the skin on my legs. So it's much tighter and you can't see the crepiness, which is incredible. And it also got rid of, um, I also had, this was completely unexpected and it happened so quickly. It happened like in a week of me using it. I had almost like a really bumpy skin on the back of my thighs. So it wasn't ketosis pilaris, but it was uh, almost like ingrown hair follicles, but just blocked hair follicles. Um, And that just literally has gotten rid of all of it. So uh, um, it's really incredible. So in those body oils are ocean extracts. We've got golden seaweed and blue sea kale. So not the kale you eat, but the kind that you put in skincare. (laughs) And um, it's, they're they're uh, great for stem cell turnover. So they really encourage stem cell turnover. They're incredibly hydrating. They're great antioxidants and they're really, really beneficial for hair and body actually. So those two are my secret ingredients in the body oil. Fabulous. Oh, my gosh. So now you're working on recreation full-time, is that correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, how, just- <laughs> how are you balancing or integrating your work and life? Because that's always the juggle, always. It is always the juggle, and I think it will remain a juggle forever. Um, I, my, both my kids are at school now, which is very exciting. My little ones just started kindergarten. <laughs> so the days go quickly when they're at school, though. Yeah, they go very, very quickly. <laughs> Um, I have aftercare two days a week and then my mum, who is an immense help and has been ever since they were born, picks them up two days a week as well and then I do pick up one day a week. So I I have help, which is so fantastic yeah. that I'm actually able to do that because otherwise I just wouldn't know what to do. I mean, mm-hmm. I went back to work um, 
you know, when my little one was three months old, I was freelancing from home. Oh, so I'm, I'm fairly used to working from home and I'm kind of used to working around them as well. So <laughs> yeah. I, I get you just do what you have to, right? Mm. I mean, you don't really have a choice. You just do what you can and, and that's that. That's, that's your best. But I always think that work-life balance is really important and I've had some really big jobs um, that I've left because, you know, I just don't see myself doing that forever. I, I just think that life is, is about more than work and um, that was part of why I created recreation so that, you know, I could set myself up for a few years down the track where I could have a more flexible working arrangement. Yeah, and I think that that's the key to always to remember is to actually ensure that you do achieve that balance because, you know, as the business grows, obviously the workload becomes heavier, you end up employing people and it's kind of like you create this beast that needs feeding and I yeah. think that that's why we always need to just check in quite often with our ourselves and go right what why did we actually create this business and exactly. make sure that we actually follow through because I'm the same reason you know for setting up my own business was for the, for the flexible lifestyle and quite often I have to stop myself and go right make mm. sure that you actually do have the flexible lifestyle because otherwise you are just working all the time yeah, and you can fall into that trap, and especially when it's your own business, it's very easy to fall into that trap yeah. as well. And, of course, I love it so much that, you know, I don't mind doing that, but I yes. don't want that to, to go on. And, you know, I, I completely agree with you. If you remember why you started in the first place, then I think that will hopefully keep me in check yeah. yeah well I love the flexibility that you know even if I've got 20 minutes between a meeting sometimes I'll quickly just start preparing veggies or something for dinner that night whereas if I was working in an office there is no way you know I'd be able to do any of that so you get home yeah. the day and it's literally like the breakfast dishes are still there so I yeah. think, you know, sometimes yeah. just even that 15 minute flexibility of being able to dip into some things between doing projects or meetings just makes such a difference to running a household. Yes, it does. But I have I have put a ban on myself from doing any cleaning. <laughs> so have I. My husband I put a ban on me. <laughs> I am not cleaning during the day. That no. is my work time because well, you don't want to fall yeah. into that trap either. <laughs> I know. Do you know, I used to always do the cleaning and Richard would always say to me, Alison, just get a cleaner in. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. Anyway, eventually I was like, okay, we'll get a cleaner. And I've never looked back. And oh, yeah. Yeah. It just saves me so much time and they come every Friday and, like, for, for a bit of Friday I've got to step out of my office while they just really clean it for me, you know, and they do the rest of the house. But I'm just like, you know what, the time that it would take me to clean the house versus them coming in for a exactly. couple of hours, it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm so glad that I listened to Richard because I was like, oh, no one can clean the house as well as me, whereas now I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could never do it as well as them. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and it just, you know, it's draining as well. I would prefer to be doing other things. Draining. Yeah, yeah, I discovered uh, I made myself get a cleaner after I had my first baby and she was about, I was just going crazy because the house was always a mess and I yes. couldn't do anything about it, just nothing at all. And, yeah. you know, that drives you a bit mental after a while. So um, 
yeah, I got a cleaner in and I, I have never looked back either. Mm. Do you know one so thing, just while we're talking about cleaners, because I think sometimes some tips are good when you're trying to work out how am I going to manage this family run a business. What I did for a couple of years when the boys were young is I actually got a housekeeper in twice a week. So they didn't clean the house, but they kept the house, which meant they were, you know, hanging out washing, changing the sheets on the bed, putting the washing away, like doing all those housekeeping things twice a week. Big help. Oh, my gosh. And they would literally come in for two hours twice a week. And from memory, it was slightly cheaper than a cleaner so I kept cleaning the house but I found for me that that helped to just manage the duties yeah Yeah. and sometimes it would be like can you please clear out the pantry can you do this can you do that and yeah it made a huge difference but it was just during that period where the kids were just like you know they couldn't really help around the house so it was just always mess all the time it was doing my head in that's where I am at the moment. Mm. <laughs> it's a really difficult phase because they, they have toys at that age and it's the toys that are just left everywhere. It is. It is. You just, yeah, they are just all over. Yeah, yeah. So when you were working um, in corporate or, you know, like as a beauty editor or magazines, did you find it that you it was still difficult to to sort of balance work life or is it was it pretty much the same as you're in now no it was much more difficult so I was editor at Clio and then I was um my last job I was editor of Good Food which is you know Sydney Morning Herald and The Age and that was such a big job because it was a weekly newspaper supplement um, a huge website and it was a daily news website so it was constant constant stories for that Um, plus it was you know kind of managing the books and the um, events and it was it was such a big job yeah and I just literally felt like I was running from bit you know thing to thing and then you know trying to look after the kids and be there for them and then running back to work and always being late somewhere I was Mm. never on time to work but never on time for the kids and you know you constantly feel torn because you're feeling guilty on both ends like there's guilt on um and that's when I just thought okay I think I'm I'm ready to do something on my own now Mm. Well, what you've created is so incredible and so beautiful to look at and smell. Thank you. Thank you. It was a a total labour of love because I loved every second of it. Um, It was very difficult and it took, you know, it took about two years to create. So um, it took quite a long time, but we got there in the end and it's here and I can't believe it's out. Well, this is such an exciting phase for you as well because now you've actually got something tangible to actually, you know, show people and, yeah. and launch properly and it's a brand just to be so proud of because it's so beautiful. And Thank so, you. So many women are going to be wearing this fragrance, but they will also be saying, when are you coming out with a fragrance for my husband or partner? <laughs> Which I think is one of the first questions I asked you after I smelt them because they're so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I haven't planned any any uh, male fragrances yet. Uh, I've got two more female fragrances coming out this year and we may look at a men's next year. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we've got two more, yeah, two more in the works for this year and then uh, hopefully amends next year. Incredible. I think that that's what's so great about this brand. It really does lend itself to expansion and, yeah. yeah. There's so many places to go. Yes. Um, you know, just with body products and uh, different scents because it's such a growth area. I really think that uh, clean fragrances, natural fragrances are a big growth area. It's kind of the last frontier of natural beauty um and you know getting in right now is is probably a good place to start because people are are starting to ask about it and everyone is you know suddenly wondering why they're wearing perfume that gives them headaches or um you know just not wanting to put that fragrance the synthetic fragrances on your skin because um synthetic fragrances can actually have up to 3,000 chemicals in them. So there are 3,000 ingredients uh, that can be labelled parfum. That's and insane, isn't it? 3,000. Yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, some of them are endocrine disruptors and some of them mess with your hormones and, and some of them are quite dangerous. And, and the things that you don't want to be putting on your skin, you know, once you start, that's what I did. I, I started researching and once I started researching, I, and that's why I, I tracked out all of my beauty cabinet all at once, because once you start researching, you can't unlearn that stuff. Mm. You can't suddenly go back and say, oh, I'll just use this until it's finished when you know what it's doing to you all of a sudden. You're not going to put that all over your body. You know, your skin is your biggest organ and it seeps in. Mm. Instantly, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right, Nadal, where can everyone find your incredible brand? Um, On recreationbeauty.com, that's our website. Uh, We're on Insta at recreationbeauty. And on Facebook, we are Recreation Bondi Beach. Perfect. All right, then. And also I'll link everything from my website through to yours as well so everyone can find you. Nadal, thank, thank you, you so much. Well, thank you so much for joining us and also teaching us so much about perfumes and fragrances as well. Thanks. Yeah, it was great to chat. <laughs>